Hello and welcome. My name is Tiara Kamora, and as a continuation of the previous discourse, we are now going to briefly summarize the different phases of the soul's journey of initiation. We will then settle in on one very important aspect of this process, and the one that is particularly relevant to our intention of divine embodiment. Now the profound changes that we all are experiencing is essentially the result of initiation's path. While change is the only real constant in our lives, the path of initiation has somewhat remained consistent due to its original framework as the surest and safest method to attain full self-realization. It has remained consistent because it really is impossible to skip over any steps involved in initiation. Certain key areas must be brought under control and mastered prior to the expansion of consciousness into higher realms of perception. The one primary difference today is that we are swiftly transitioning into non-linear understanding. Our perception of time has loosened as well from its rigid hold and everything is becoming more simultaneous. Therefore, we are now experiencing certain phases of initiation as being fused and overlapping. It is common to experience initiation on many different levels and dimensions of awareness. Now the following information is going to be presented somewhat linearly to help you clearly understand the phases of initiation that lead up to the embodiment of Divine Presence. This might also help you understand what phase you are currently addressing, and of course, phases, since now it is more simultaneous than in past times. Okay, so there are five major soul initiations that lead us into self-actualized embodiment of Divine Presence also known as the Divine Human Template of the New Race Genetic. Each major initiation phase represents a definite stage of integration reached by the initiate, and then each of the main five is a synthesis of many smaller ones. We move through all sublevels to complete that particular phase of initiation. During the first three initiation phases, the focus is upon mastery of the three lower body vehicles. It is the only focus so that the soul can make its transition into complete fusion with the human personality and then to become one with Divine Presence. The lower body vehicle is synonymous with the personality body. Personal control over the physical body, the emotions, and the mind must be attained 
and unwaveringly held before the further expansion into higher stages of consciousness can be safely permitted. In other words, advancement cannot happen until a certain level of purification is attained. This is where many initiates get a little disillusioned because it is imagined that they are much further along than they really are, unfortunately. There is a tendency to fall into the trappings of other false realities, especially when spiritual ego, emotional glamour, and attachment to the self-identity are very much in play. This sets up scenarios of being caught in the nets of the astral realms, which is pure fantasy. This is why the first three levels of initiation are in place, which really is like taking a highly disciplined apprenticeship. This training of mastering the personality is the main preparatory stage into full embodiment of Divine Presence. Once we have passed through this training and enter into the fourth phase of soul initiation, we have nothing remaining as a so-called human attachment. This concerns the codependencies of the human personality, including those bonds held by the physical senses, the emotions, and the mind's belief systems. The path of initiation is not taken by the human personality, rather, it is the soul that is initiated. Each successive phase of initiation indicates that the soul has gained dominion over some aspect of the lower nature, and once the lower nature is under control and attachment to all of its human identities is removed, the phase of soul fusion begins and takes us into true divine embodiment. Our goal is achieved when at the fifth phase of soul initiation, we stand as a liberated being, fully embodied as divine presence, and serving as an omnipresent force field of intelligence from which to serve the human race. It is a very tremendous undertaking and also so very exciting. The purpose for sharing like this in detail is to help you understand what we are doing in this program of empowerments to support your transition specifically into the phases of soul fusion. Each of these five phases of initiation will now be reviewed in just a little bit more detail so that, again, you can understand where you are vibrating. Okay, so the first phase of initiation when we have our awakening is all about the personal control over the physical body. The human being is brought to the path of initiation by its own soul and through self-contemplation. It is common for this all to begin when the individual starts asking questions like, Who am I? What am I? Where am I? Why am I? As soon as a person questions the nature of reality, the inner divine seed sprouts and the great awakening begins. Through this inquiry, the soul aligns itself with its vehicle, 
the incarnated human. The soul's energy starts influencing its human vessel, and the resultant inspiration prompts the human personality to begin orienting to the spiritual side of life. This beginning phase has everything to do with gaining personal control over the physical body and its sensory mechanism. Neutralization of the polarity to the physical senses is a great focus in this phase. There is also great desire to alleviate personal suffering as one begins to make departure from its rather robotic life and the herd instinct. The struggle to conform to the highest standard is experienced. This is really exactly what is happening in the wider world today. Masses of people are in this first phase. And so what we see happening is that there is so much more focus on cleaning up the diet and lifestyle, as well as the compulsive behaviors, the addictions, and other carnal desires. These are all being brought into moderation and regulated. The ego's control over the physical body is also eventually tamed in this phase. And eventually, the basics of the right living, thinking, and self-control are reached. Okay, then the second phase of initiation concerns the personal control over the emotional body. The emotional program is the most powerfully developed body of the human form and is quite often the longest and most difficult of all of the initiation phases to bring under control. The death of desire from the controlling ego and its emotional glamour is one of the most important attainments of this initiatory phase. The lower nature experiences a rapid dissolve along with the old attitudes, conditioned beliefs, and desires. There too is a growing list of challenges deep dissatisfaction with oneself, and often an agonizing realization of seeming failure. And so there is a constant effort to clear and release emotional imbalances. The way out of the muck and mire of emotion comes with a period of intense suffering, while so much of the held glamour, fantasies, and false ideals become illuminated. This is the phase of what many individuals experience as the dark nights of the soul, as death of negativity and negative desires ensue. The initiate then, enmeshed in these traps, is required to free himself from the emotional bondage. Eventually, the emotional energies stop controlling and impacting the initiate, and then all that remains is a sensitive response to all forms of life, and a passionate aspiration to be of service to others. The third initiation phase concerns personal control over the human mind. Just as the fogs of emotional glamour have to be dissipated, the illusions of the mind must also be dissolved. This concerns the ability to control the ego and then releasing oneself from its held illusions, 
And of course, we're talking about the alter ego. As the human mind makes its shift from the alter ego, it soon becomes very responsive to ideas, intuition, and impulses coming in from the soul awareness. The initiate begins to receive direct guidance from the soulful presence. This is also the phase of initiation in which there is constant perfecting and refining of the entire personality body and mastering the physical, emotional, and mind faculties. It is deep and very intense personal work that culminates into a great transfiguration of the human expression. This is when the individual self actualizes its truer identity as the soul, with soul powers, soul relationships, and soul purpose. The personality is now completely soul-infused. This means that the soul itself assumes the dominant position and not the egoic vehicle. This is also when the initiate is gaining more understanding about the principles of God consciousness while thinking in wider and more inclusive terms. Working entirely with a more neutralized posturing, it is common to feel that one lives in the world but is not of it. Total commitment is maintained to the personal mission and to the life which is dedicated to service. Okay, and so then as we advance on, we enter into the fourth initiation, which is mastery of the spiritual self and transition into unity consciousness. The fourth phase of initiation can certainly feel like a crucifixion, due to the great levels of renunciation that occurs as a result of one's required departure from the programmed human matrix and all of its life attachments. It is this phase of our great awakening that the initiate bears all, surrenders everything, and stands naked upon the altar of surrender to divine will. Direct contact is actualized between the transfigured personality body and the divine presence. The soulful personality becomes a direct instrument of service under the direction of the divine presence. The God force becomes the most prominent guide and teacher. The initiate transitions into a brand new morphogenetic resonance, which dissipates all rhythms connected to the conditioned matrix of the programmed human. For example, the needy bonds of emotional love are transcended into divine love. There is no longer any outer blame, projection, or judgment because it is realized that all creation and all created realities lies within. In this phase, spiritual training is intensified and the accumulation of knowledge is rapid. Multi-dimensional vision is developed. 
oneness is directly experienced. The initiate can authentically and effectively command and wield the transforming cosmic light. It is common to have the role of leading large group work, teaching many people, aiding simultaneously in many facets of the divine plan for Earth. Past experiences are discarded. The past has served its purpose, leaving the initiate with the masterful wisdom gleaned through the direct experience. Now, I'd like to share a very interesting note. That is that the great being that we refer to as Jesus the Christ, he came into the world as a human disciple and a third degree accomplished initiate. He did not have to take the first, second, or third phases of initiation. He embodied directly into the assumption of this fourth initiation that is now being shared about. He went through it in full physical fact. This he did in order to dramatize the idea of renunciation and the significance of this phase of initiation, which relinquishes all personal identification. It is in the fourth phase of soul initiation that the initiate overcomes the physical world of matter. It no longer has any lure. Anything and everything can be given up, having died the death of the lower nature. The human life is renounced for the divine presence to fully embody the human form. This all leads into our final and fifth initiatory phase when the embodied divine presence is actualized fully and completely. And so the fifth phase of initiation concerns mastery over the material reality and merger with the divine presence. This fifth phase of soul initiation is the emphasized goal for humanity's evolutionary leap. This is the rising out of the pool of materiality and into a spiritualized consciousness. This is characterized by a new race genetic of divine humans and liberated masters of creative energy. The fifth initiation is preparing the soul for mastery over the world of matter. This means to have willful control of the pool of the material dimension and its facade of illusion. This is the point in development when the initiate has full embodied understanding of its image and likeness as divine presence a direct aspect of the God force containing all individualized, multidimensional expressions of the one evolving self. The experience is absolute oneness from the still point of being. The initiate is essentially ascended and free, a master of the earth plane. 
meaning that one has mastered the human program in its entire lower nature, triumphing over matter. The individual soul is free from the law of karma because it no longer abides in resonance or is vibrationally adhered to the code of time. Such mastery of thought has been developed that the initiate no longer has negative desires. One is not even capable of having negative thoughts, and all energy streaming from absolute source is consistently, divinely qualified. The initiate has spiritualized the body and its energy system, and no longer needs to incarnate on the planetary body except by choice and to serve the divine plan. The individual is highly attuned and extra sensitive to a range of energies and influences due to the increasing polarization to the ever-expanding God force. After the fifth initiation, the way of higher evolution is now a choice point in which cosmic initiations can be taken. This refers to ascended mastery and after departure from the earth plane. And so again, these are the five main phases of initiation of the human soul. The level we are working from in this empowerment series is the completion of the third phase, which is all about completing our personality transfiguration and going into soul fusion. The next satsang presentation is covering soul fusion in a lot more detail. Much love and namaste.